Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Fresh out of the deep southern freeze that we had last week, we are feeling some more warmer temperatures, which is definitely in resonance with me and I think you as well, Alexander. Yes, yes. So welcomed and we're just in the 40s, I think, but after being in single digits, it's quite refreshing. Definitely tested my patience mm-hmm. and even had some pipes freeze and thankfully that was taken care of pretty, pretty easily. So I didn't freeze exactly, but one thing that of... The past episode that we've discussed is Smeep, and I think that's that's something that maybe got overshadowed a little bit in our last episode, but we kind of came up with this acronym Smeep. Not sure if it's going to stick, but did you want to tell everybody what Smeep meant? Yes, it's the order of how we see the five levels in the Just Philosophy of overall wellness, of beginning with that spiritual level, and then it goes down into the mental level. And then it's connected to the emotional level, which activates the energetic level, which then creates a weakness and makes the physical body more susceptible to injury or disease. And so the first letters or the acronyms of that order is SMEEP, S-M-E-E-P. So that's going to be our new fun word for a while. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out there in case we utilize it in today's episode. But today, we're definitely talking about something that I have a lot of curiosity about, and it's around sensitivities. And, you know, we've talked about being vulnerable before, but being sensitive is something that's a little different, and we're going to be talking about it in a little different way. And part of how I wanted to kick this subject off is around how I found that the more conscious I become in doing this work and I'm around seven years in, so we're coming Mm -hmm. up on the seven year anniversary of us meeting in February. So the more I work I do, the more I find myself being more sensitive to things or feeling more things internally that I don't remember ever feeling prior to meeting you and prior to beginning my self-development journey. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I feel like the whole point of doing this is to get better and not be as sensitive because I feel like the more sensitive we are, the more we're feeling things, the more they potentially are bothering us or we're being more alerted. So it feels like the more work we do, the more work we do, where we have. So I wanted you to come in and comment on this initial kind of perspective that I'm bringing that the more work we do, the more sensitive we are essentially becoming. Yes, and what I want to add here is the word responsibility. So I have a saying of, so you think you know more than anyone else in the room. Congratulations. You carry the most responsibility of anyone in the room. And another way to look at this sensitivity is that it's a 25-degree day, and you just think that you want to feel how the air feels on your skin. And so you take your shirt off or you just pull your sleeve up, but you say that you don't want to feel the cold. You want to feel the breeze, but you don't want to feel the cold. Well, on a 25 degree day, the cold is going to come with the breeze. So what we're talking here about sensitivity is 
what many people relate to an empathic nature. And so gifts come in empathic natures and sensitivities that are obstacles come in sensitivities. So for some people that could be pain or it could be heat or it could be cold or it could be tingling sensations. It can be connected to uh, negative emotions or anxiety. But the thing that we need to work to accept is due to the law of polarity, which is the second pillar, polarity versus duality. And with polarity and the understanding of polarity, opposites have to exist. So if you're strengthening your consciousness or working to gain consciousness to be more empathic of your surroundings, to, to have these extra sense perceptions, then you've got to be willing to pay the cost. And that's like the cold of wanting to feel the breeze on the bare skin. And what the art in this consciousness or search of that is, is learning to actually be able to gauge your sensitivities and to engage protection in certain environments or certain situations. And then you're able to disengage that so-called protection when you get out of that environment or around that person. So this is truly an art that I feel like most people don't really take the time to understand how long it really takes to to practice it. And it's something I've been working on for over 25 years. And then when I went through my healing trauma of seven years, it catapulted me because my body would not let me get away. If I experienced the emotion frustration, my chest would hurt excruciatingly bad. And that's what I feel like happens when somebody goes through a PTSD episode or something like that. We've reached the level of toxic environment that we can take in. For some people, this is war. For some people, it's just being in a very authoritative environment. So those types of traumas can come many different ways, but it begins to start to give physical sensations because you've reached a level of input that no more input can be can be taken in of this type. And for me personally, I had to change every aspect of my life, even down to the music I listened to, the people I had around me, the number of people I had around. And so this is part of the rebuilding after, I just call it being broken. And you make the decision to build back, so-called stronger, but it's in a different way. And in the past, my strength was in being like a tank or rock. I just didn't get sick or injured. I could handle high levels of stress. But once I went through sherry passing, I had reached that level of input and stress. And my body just, I felt like it was breaking down. But I've discussed, uh, you know, in great detail on other uh, podcasts that we've done, you know, more of the specifics of that. But it was a seven-year rebuilding, and now, you know, it's turning into like 15 years, and it's continued to be an ongoing process. So there's a lot to unpack there, but I did want to kind of touch upon how you talked about how you were like a tank, and you could withstand stress, and now you're much more sensitive, and that's how I have found this journey to be. I was able to endure and have much more willpower and just push through a lot more things than I do now. And so it is kind of in relation to what you were talking about with the wearing the jacket, but you want to feel the breeze or the coldness. But if you're wearing the jacket, you're kind of protected. And so we do kind you, of... Yeah, but you don't get the breeze. 
Exactly. That's, that's a, it's always a trade-off or always a cost. So with sensitivity, we're also bringing in the word vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And the more protection we have, the less sensitive we're going to be. And I think this world builds us up to have protection because we're just stuffing stuff. Yes. And all that stuffing is what we would call protection in this way, right? And what we lose is vulnerability. Yep. And so we've lost that that vulnerability, that intimacy in our culture, and that's a big part of the Just Philosophy is increasing both of those, the vulnerability so that you get more intimacy out of your relationships. But in that vulnerability, there is the strength and sensitivity is being aware of your environment and adjusting your environment earlier than you used to. So see all this stress that I used to be able to carry or maybe you're carrying, and now you see you just went through selling a house And it probably affected you internally more than it ever would have. But the thing is, is that all of that's always been going on. We're just not aware of it. So see, as awareness increases, it can seem like we get more sensitive and we're dealing with more negative things, but that's not the case. We're just dealing with the negative things that are being created rather than having a buffer and pretending like they don't exist. So... So there is an acceptance that has to happen in seeking consciousness or knowledge or self-betterment, self-development, is that you're going to learn some new skills and be able to heighten some gifts maybe that you've had, like, like intuition, like extra sense perceptions. But at the same time, you can't put yourself in a toxic environment as long as you used to because you're going to be more aware of that toxicity coming in. So managing your time, your space, the people that you're around, the food that you eat, the music you listen to, the TV shows that you watch, all of that, I feel like, is helps to accept that all of that really needs to be adjusted to suit your new direction. And then, because the gift is learning not to put yourself in those toxic situations because in the past just because you could did not mean that it was good for you and just because you couldn't feel what it was doing to you doesn't mean that it wasn't doing something to you like chloroform is that's something that can't be smelled but it can put you to sleep so that's kind of the way that a lot of people live in our culture is that they can't sense the things until it turns into an actual physical major problem and this work is about catching it on a much earlier level again the the spiritual the mental the emotional the energetic and then the physical so let's not wait to the physical let's catch it on one of these other levels so it doesn't turn into the physical and that's where a lot of empathic and sensitive people are living their lives is more on the energetic level than the physical level If we're doing this work to expand our consciousness or become a more conscious human, then we're essentially having to go into the unconscious or we're looking at more of the unconscious behavior of ourselves, which would be like our shadow work in a way. Mm -hmm. But also we end up seeing all the unconscious behavior of everybody around us, of the world. And so there is that kind of polarity that we're bringing in there, right? Yes, and many people will look around and say that old things are the worst that it's ever been. It's just getting more horrible and more horrible. And I like to try to remind again from the polarity view, no, it's always been like this, but similar to what social media has done to bring news to everyone, 
just because it wasn't known about, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago does not mean that it wasn't going on. Now we're just in the times where everything from all over the world gets reported. Many times it's twisted in that report, and it creates an emotional effect on people. That's why they feed the people the news the way they do. So part of this sensitivity or part of my experience was having to unplug from the news in the way that they're feeding so that I could gain that sensitivity to know when something resonated with me and when something didn't. So it was part of the path was getting away from right and wrong and stopping to judge things and just pay attention to whether it resonated with me or not. And when you're getting away from your preferences and right and wrong and good and bad, just because something resonates with you one way and it resonates with one of your friends or someone else another way, there's no competition there. Because again, this is a vibrational or frequency-based view, the whole philosophy is, and how that energy or subtle energy actually works on this plane. I'm glad that you brought up empaths because I had that number one on my list to talk about. Because when I hear the term sensitivity, it brings me to seeing people who are ultra-sensitive to things. And and the term empath kind of goes along with that in a way. And I sometimes see people who, on the human design, they have their emotional center filled and they have many centers filled. And so energetically, they shouldn't be as empathic as they are. But then the way they describe how they interact with the world, it seems like they're ultra sensitive. And so this may explain what those types of people are going through, right? Because if they have started stripping down and working on themselves, they are essentially a raw being or they're getting there. And now they're exposed to all of a sudden all these influences are coming out or they're not exposed, but they're more aware of that. Then if they haven't learned the steps that we're going to get into in the complete conversation of this episode, on how to kind of rearmor ourselves with this work, with the just philosophy, then they've really just stripped themselves down and now they're ultra exposed and there's really no way to defend it in a way, right? Yes, and something else to add here is many times there has been a trauma at some point of this person's life earlier in life to where I experienced it when I was 37 years old with the passing of a loved one. But somebody could go through that trauma with a very filled in energetically human design, like say when they're five or seven years old and it affect them so much that it so-called flips their polarity and they become extra sensitive to their environment to where if they would have been in a normal environment, they may not have been that sensitive to their environment until they intentionally started working on themselves. So it is kind of like the view of peeling back an onion and you're peeling back these layers and it can bring up some rawness because Once again, a big portion of this type of self-development is emotional processing. And we've got to be able to access the emotions and be willing to release them, which the majority of the time is going through them. And from time to time, and for some people, it helps to discuss it with somebody that's holding space. And the main part from my view that we'll get deeper into is the role that judgment plays in emotional release. And I feel like it's imperative that the environment carry no judgment, either from the person that is having the release or the person that is supporting them and holding space. 
And if there is, then majority of the time, I don't feel like there is truly a release. It's just going through the motions, so to say. And that person may have to do that hundreds of times with very little relief. Is there a difference between somebody who has worked on themselves and stripped down so they're sensitive that way versus somebody like myself who has the emotional centers or the emotional center wide open? Yes. I mean, it's just a different experience. Some people with the emotions non-activated, such as yourself, that can be something that you you learn from a child how to manage certain reactions to certain people or certain environments. You may just carry a natural gift to be a little more aware of your environment than the average person. I came in differently to where I had the emotional center filled in or activated, and I've always been aware of my environment, but it went from a fear. I remember earlier in life, it was that I was kind of afraid of any any change in my environment because I had the root chakra filled in in the human design. And so anywhere that wasn't my home, I just didn't feel safe in. And then later on, that developed into an excitement about everywhere I go, I learned to use my subtle energy or my gut feeling to sense a room. And so, see, that was going through the steps of learning to live in non-preference. And when you're able to set your preferences to the side, then you can sense what is going on much more and more clear without any preference. And that takes a certain amount of time to practice. So that fear was shifted from being fearful of my environment to feeling very confident about sussing out my environment and seeing just how I do fit in here. And then the most important thing with any type of empath is to be able to know how much time or the duration to be there. So again, the extra sense perception is, is this the optimal place? Is this the optimal person? Is this the optimal subject? Is this the optimal duration of being in this environment? And those are the questions that for many years I worked with training to ask myself over and over periodically in social situations. And I would normally get a response at some point that was not positive And that showed me, okay, it's time for me to start making my exit plan because managing your environment is the masterclass of being an empath. And so by becoming sensitive, like you're saying, we start to realize our gifts and, this is even like you mentioned earlier with intuition. Like I've always wanted to work on my intuition, but in order to do that, I have to do this work so I can even sense it. Because if I have so much repressed trauma and emotion, then I don't know if I'm hearing that or if it's a trigger or what. And like you talked about your solar plexus and mine is very similar. And that's how we respond to our environments through the human design. It says it on our charts and Mm -hmm. other people, if you want your human design chart, contact Alexander and you can see what type you are that we talk about a lot and your profile numbers and even what your response type is. Yes. And another way to know this is just when you drop in an elevator or roller coaster or have an experience like that, there's a sensation that happens in most people's bodies somewhere. And ours, like we're saying, is in this emotional solar plexus in the top of my abdomen. And anytime that tightens up, I've trained myself to be sensitive that there's something in my environment that 
doesn't make my field just comfortable. So see, I don't have to go into negativity. Don't have to go into any fear. It's just an awareness. Then I'll normally spend some time in that awareness and I can normally sense out what or who it is and make some kind of energetic adjustment. But if I can't do all that, then like I said earlier, I work to remove myself from that situation because being an empath, I don't want to absorb the energy that I don't understand what I'm absorbing. So this is where the responsibility changes. The responsibility changes that it's a need to manage your environment so that you can stay vulnerable and open. Because if you begin to absorb too much toxicity, you start to close down. And then basically you're shutting down the toxicity that you've already absorbed in. You're locking it in. And that's another thing that that from the protective standpoint that most people don't realize that they're locking in whatever they've been absorbing for many, many years. So even though we've kind of opened up and talked about sensitivity as almost being like, I don't want to say negative thing, but a challenging thing, like the more work we do, the more sensitive we become and the more challenging it could be to manage all the sensitivities that we gain, we do gain the gifts through our energetic makeup that we have from birth, which is like our response mechanism and our intuition and all that. So Coming up on the complete conversation, we will get into more about how to manage being sensitive, even taking in the responsibility that we now have to manage these things, how to work through managing our environment and when we can open up our sensitivities and when to pull back a little bit and what that even looks like. How do we pull back so that we're not pushing down emotion because that's not what we want to do and we also don't want to detach so we want to do this consciously so we'll be touching upon these subjects yes looking forward to it thank you for listening to this free version of the wise wise podcast to hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the just philosophy head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. Thank you again for joining us on the free version of this episode of the Wise Wise Podcast. Of course, there is so, so much more that you get in the paid and complete conversation of this podcast, but specifically this episode We got into the Just Philosophy's view around PTSD and things like fibromyalgia, and we offer some insight into how to work on healing the symptoms of these. Alexander also shared an example and and an experience that he had around this. We got into how sensitivity of our environments can affect us, how our human design can affect our level and types of sensitivity, how to check where we are with something where we are working on it, and this also applies to bringing in the SMEEP acronym, which is the different levels, the five levels of overall wellness. We talked about looking at our faith and spirituality and where we are and aren't practicing it, the difference between release crying and victim crying. We also talked about ways we can take responsibility for our sensitivity and how to consistently assess our environment and whether or not our time in it is supported or beneficial, how to practice conscious communication while optimizing your own energy fields, 
Then we went into the step-by-steps of how to manage your energy around your family, which is one of the most challenging things to do. We have many episodes around being around your family and using it to the benefit of your individual growth. But we again went into how important acceptance is in this journey, but also within utilizing your family for your own self-growth and altering your past and generational family behavioral patterns. We got into how to be proactive with our environment in response to our sensitivities, the importance of managing your environment instead of managing people. That was a big one. Why we should not detach in uncomfortable situations and the benefit of not attaching. Alexander and I both shared our experiences with constantly managing our emotions around sports how allowing emotional reactions is giving our power away. We get into that. And finally, we get into the difference between knowing and believing and how it affects us emotionally. So this episode was jam-packed on how to do the work, but also discussing that sensitivity that you may be feeling as you start your journey and you start peeling back that onion and the layers of trauma that you're exposing where it feels like things are getting worse before they get better and it feels like we are becoming more vulnerable and more raw and more energetically sensitive as we do the work and this gets into what that actually is and how to work on it. So again, thank you for joining us for the free version. The Complete Conversation offers so much more So looking forward to you joining us there when you're ready. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting the Just philosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person by phone or zoom uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation here you will gain information about your energetic makeup personality and your higher self as well as navigating your way through your relationships There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These Contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. 
Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.